Hello and welcome to Love Yourself Back to Life. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and this is episode number 21, The Golden Rules. You dream of living a successful life, yet you feel emotionally empty. You know something is missing, but you don't know what it is. What if the answer is already within your reach? In each episode, I will help you see life through new lenses, shining a spotlight on your inner world, eliciting awareness and wisdom. My mission is to release what's blocking the flow of your success, to awaken your full potential, and to love yourself back to life. Today I am going to talk about the golden rules explained by Napoleon Hills. Prior to go into the book, let me clarify, Napoleon Hills did not invent the golden rules. It comes from the Bible, Matthew chapter 7, verse 12. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The golden rules follow the, the same principle. If you want someone to do something for you, you have to do it for them first. If you want someone to love you, you've got to love that person first. Getting something by stealing or bribing is not following the golden rules. Before going further with the golden rules, I need to bring up another book called The Science of Getting Rich, written by Wallace D. Wattles. This is a very old book written in 1910, and I'm going to read to you the beginning of chapter 17. There is a thinking stuff from which all things are made, and which in its original state permeates, penetrates, and fills the interspaces of the universe. A thought in this substance produces the thing that is imaged by the thought. A person can form things in his thought, and by impressing his thought upon formless substance, can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. In order to do this, a person must pass from the competitive to the creative mind. Otherwise, he cannot be in harmony with the formless intelligence, which is always creative and never competitive in spirit. A person may come into full harmony with the formless substance by entertaining a lively and sincere gratitude for the blessing it bestows upon him. Gratitude unifies the mind of man with the intelligence of substance so that man's thoughts are received by the formless. A person can remain upon the creative plane only by uniting himself with the formless intelligence through a deep and continuous feeling of gratitude. A person must form a clear and definite mental image of the things he wishes to have, to do, or to become, and he must hold his image in his thoughts while being deeply grateful to the Supreme that all his desires are granted to him. The person who wishes to get rich must spend his leisure hours in contemplating his vision and in earnest thanksgiving that the reality is being given to him. What I just read is the in-depth version of the Law of Attraction, or the Law of Manifestation, which goes this way. Your thoughts create a feeling. 
This feeling is turned into an action, and the action will yield a specific result. The reason why I'm bringing both books in this episode is that they both tie in. The thoughts you put in your mind will have a direct impact on your actions. And if you choose to follow the golden rules or not, will also impact your actions. What I mean by that is, soon as you start thinking in the realm of love, happiness, success, and caring for yourself and others, the formless substance takes it and brings it back to you. Or, simply put, what you reap is what you will sow. Another aspect that is important is gratitude. You are in gratitude when you appreciate what you have and acknowledge it. Being grateful opens a direct connection with the universe. And you cannot have two thoughts going in the opposite direction. Usually when you sit between opposite feelings, there will be a yes but that justify your story. Let's take an example. It would go this way. I love my partner, but he or she is jealous and I'm irritated. I feel I can't achieve my goals because when I network or meet other people, I get interrogated when I come home. So I don't go out now and my business is not doing well because of that. If I add some things along those lines of why are you staying in that relationship if it's not supporting your growth, at one point you are going to say, yeah, but you don't understand. I'm only using this little story as an example of how important your thoughts are. If you focus on the people that did you wrong, you will attract people that will keep doing bad things to you. If you feel life is unfair and everyone on this planet wants to do you in, well, this is what you will attract. To help you understand how the golden rules and the law of attraction are intertwined, let me share you another story, this time about my dad. Bear in mind, I had to fill some of the blank as I did not witness the whole conversation. To put you in the context, my dad was born during the Depression time and lost his mom when he was seven years old. He had six other siblings. My granddad was at a loss as to how to raise the children. He remarried a widow who also had seven children. During the Depression, food and everything else was a scarcity, and his stepmother prioritized her seven children first. So my dad had to learn at a young age to fend for food, not only for him, but for his little brother and sisters too. While at seven, your ability to reason is limited, especially when you are hungry. So the word quality standard had very little meaning for my dad. In his mind, everything is always good for something. Later on in life, when I was about 10 years old, my dad got a contract to dispose of the substandard feed used for animals. Like I said before, thoughts produce the feeling. My dad had to provide food for his five children. In this case, he got a deal with this company because he managed to get animal feed for free. There was no accident that he found this job of recycling stuff. I am not sure what my dad was supposed to do with this, but I am sure he signed a contract that he was not supposed to feed it to animal or to human. However, as far as my dad was concerned, he didn't see anything wrong with this food. He saw it as getting something good for nothing. Next thing, he got some pigs 
which he put them far away in the field. He created an enclosure, and guess what he fed these pig with? Now, mind you, back then, these pigs were supposed to be food for us in the wintertime. Do you see where this is going? The thing is, he didn't see anything wrong with this. This is how he learned to fend for himself. Plus, that would allow him to feed his family. Another thing that was the norm when he came back home at night was to ask us who came to visit. Sometimes he would say, I see different tire prints on the sand. Who came by? I never thought there was something abnormal with this ask. To us, it was part of our daily conversation. Again, pay attention to what you pay attention. One day, the animal food truck company came by. And I remember this incident very well because the driver asked me if my dad was home, which I had told him no. And to the next question is, when will he be back? And to that I said, probably late tonight. Only now do I realize I gave him the green light to explore what he came for. Well, when dad came back, we told him that this company came. And next thing I knew, there were no longer pigs in the field. In some way, I thank God that this company did their due diligence with my dad. They may have saved our life for all I know. I didn't know what to think about my dad. One good thing is he didn't get angry or violent with my sibling or me. Now that I think about it, I have a feeling it's my mom that took the blow. Not physically, but mentally. Because when my dad's plan failed, he blamed it on my mom's. This story made me realize that I could not fix or change my dad. However, I could choose who I want to become. Not long after that incident, I made a promise to myself to always be good and do good deeds, even if it takes longer to achieve my aim. Continuing with the golden rules, the opposite is true, meaning if you focus on being kind and generous, you will attract kind and generous people. You are fully immersing yourself in the golden rules when you follow it each day, letting only positive thoughts cross your mind. When someone is unkind, instead of retaliating, what if you ask how you could help him or her? Remember there are only two forces in this universe. One attracts and the other one repels. You will attract people that think similar to you and you will repel the others. The best way to change the attitude of others towards you is by changing your attitude towards them first. If you want your neighbor to be kind and respectful, you've got to be kind and respectful to him first. Another aspect of the golden rules is to focus on what you choose to do for yourself. No need to police others. If they decide not to follow the golden rules, it's their business, not yours. I know sometimes we mean well by suggesting to our loved one that they need to do this or that for their own good. In reality, we don't know what their own good is. I found the best way to lead is by example. And I can say this from experience that the best coaches and, and teachers I had were the ones that let me draw the answer from within. Like the story about my dad I could not change him and his habits. All I could do is love him for who he was and choose wisely who I wanted to become. The key is not to only believe and live in harmony with the golden rule. 
it's to share and teach his wisdom and to apply it in your daily life. When you follow the golden rules, mix with the law of attraction using daily positive affirmations, very soon it will increase your self-worth and your self-confidence. You get to a point where you not only know that you are mindful, trustworthy, authentic, and kind, you feel it in your bones and in your soul. People who are also sharing the same values will be attracted and most likely be willing to do business with you. To conclude this episode, let me say this. Everything is energy. And how you do one thing is how you do everything. So how you choose to go about the golden rules and the law of manifestation and how you go about to apply it is up to you. I've seen what my dad chose to become and it's not where I desire to be when I am his age. That is why I value integrity and long-term relationships even if it takes me years of effort before seeing any results. I'm fully aware that my positive thoughts needs to be backed by positive actions to get the results I'm seeking. About you, are you heading in the direction of your dream? And if you are not, what will you be doing about it? Pay attention to what you're paying attention to. That is a clear indication that something may need to be course corrected. If you are stuck in seeking clarity, I welcome you to opt in on a 20-minute free phone call. For more detail, visit www.nadiafleury.com forward slash free. And if you have enjoyed this episode, please share it. And I sincerely thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening in. Have a fabulous day.